Hey Explorers, welcome to episode 212 of the TDR Now podcast, the longest running English speaking podcast focusing on theme parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, Universal Studios Japan, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us over on our website at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all those places, all under TDR Explorer. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one that is eating apple caramel churros at Disneyland because they're new and they're delicious. And I don't like churros typically, but these ones, these ones are delicious. And joining as always is the wonderful, wonderful Patricia. Hey guys, I'm Trish. I take photos when there's no COVID. And uh, you can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. And I am the one in fluffy socks and wearing a Queen Anna cape because it's warm and it's winter and it's so cold outside. It is cold here, not compared to, to, to Canada, no, <laughs> but Canada. yeah, there's no central heating in most places in Japan. So the house gets cold. Rooms get cold and you don't have heaters in every single room typically. So, and also I turn off my heater because if I had that on, you would just hear a humming sound in the background. And that probably would get really irritating after a while. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want that. No, no. Our wonderful explorers have probably noticed the intro changed ever so slightly. Just some of the wording. That's because we're on Spotify now. Yay, we're on Spotify. Woohoo! <laughs> I just finally sat down and did it. And big thank you to our editor. She gave me the link to go and put it on Spotify. I've just been lazy, I guess. Is, I, I literally have no excuse for why we weren't on Spotify earlier. I do remember, though, I don't know how long ago this was, what, two, three years ago, something like that. When Spotify started accepting podcasts onto their platform, because initially they didn't, it was just music, right? And I went to go submit the podcast to it, and they were only accepting, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, podcasts that had significant downloads or were very popular. And as much as I would love to think that we have, you know, tens of thousands of downloads every episode, we don't. Yeah, we weren't we weren't accepted onto onto Spotify right away, and then I just kind of forgot about it for the longest time. And then um, other people were kept asking, "Why aren't you guys on Spotify? You should be on Spotify and things like that." So, got it done. We're finally on Spotify. Cool, <laughs> we're there. <laughs> so we thought we would uh, close out twenty twenty with. Talking about the Beauty and the Beast area in the expansion at Tokyo Disneyland, we kind of forgot that we didn't talk about this. <laughs> I think we talked about it on a bonus episode. I think so. But what I remember, so everything opened on September 28th, and I went a couple of days before because they had soft openings and that's when i i was lucky enough that's when my annual pass lottery win was so i got to go 
wait, no, that was a lie. I had a day ticket. No, I bought a day ticket for that. That's what yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. I remember. Yeah. I bought a day ticket. Yeah, I bought a day ticket. Okay, no, it was an annual pass. I didn't even get my annual pass win. It was a day ticket. And so I got to do the B and the B stuff before it was actually officially opened. And since then, I haven't been able to because I keep losing the entry request lottery thing. So technically, I haven't even written it since it's been officially opened. I did it during the soft opening. <laughs> uh, that's this year in a nutshell, I guess. But yeah. anyway, we thought we, we thought we talked about it on like the main episodes, but we didn't. So we're going to talk about it now. Better than never, I guess. And yeah, why not? We were, we were going to wait until you wrote it too, because usually when we talk about this stuff, we want both of us to have experienced it, but you haven't. No. I don't think I don't think we can wait any longer. I mean, I wasn't even trying like anymore. Like I, I first of all, we weren't going to buy a ticket because and this was before like COVID exploded um, like the numbers this month. And it was still it was still like we didn't feel really safe going. But we were again, people bought us tickets. And so we're like, OK, we're going. And so we went and we lost the lottery because it's a lottery. For everything we couldn't get reservations for anything the restaurants or the shop so we we ended up leaving around three o'clock we ended up leaving early and we ended up doing a bunch of classic attractions which was really fun but after that i was like i hit my my zen uh my zen regarding the new land and i just don't care that much if we go within the next few years that's fine but it's a lottery. I, I'm not going to put too much, like, how do you say, effort into it. We don't have plans to buy an annual pass. I feel like the way they treated annual pass holders this year compared to other com- companies were was not so nice. And so, yeah, whatever. If we write it in the future, we write it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I don't see oh, why. It's right next door. Why? So eventually we will eventually write it. Eventually it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. I guess talking about the the lottery thing that's that they're doing, I just want to emphasize that this could change by the time people are able to travel here because obviously travel is not happening right now. So I know people are probably thinking, oh, when, it, how's this lottery thing going to work when I'm there and stuff? Um, it could change. The resort has been changing almost every week. Things have been changing constantly. So there's a good chance how this lottery thing works could change down the road. I don't know, but as it is right now, so for the new expansion area, uh, Tokyo Disneyland, so there's three new attractions. So there's the Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast, which is obviously the one that everyone wants. The Happy Hour with Baymax and the Mini Style Studio, which is a meet and greet facility. To be able to ride them right now, you have to enter what's called a entry. You have to do an entry request, which is just a fancy way of saying it's a lottery. And there's right. no standby. There's no fast pass. There's no single rider. There's nothing. So if you don't win this quote unquote lottery, which is called the entry request, when you go into the park, you don't get to ride, unfortunately. And that's just how it works right now. And it sucks. <laughs> Let's just put it, it that way. It sucks. We had a friend who was visiting from um, Fukuoka, one of our listeners, 
And he came with his partner and that was the main purpose of their trip. They have to, you know, book a flight here. And he didn't know about it ahead of time. And they wouldn't let him cancel his ticket either. They wouldn't let him, they wouldn't refund him the ticket. So they went and they lost and it sucked for them as well. It sucks. It especially sucks if you're from out of town and you pay to stay at a hotel and you pay for a day pass. It's kind of awful, I think. And if you come internationally, I can't even imagine how you must feel. I would say, uh, well, obviously, I don't know how the system works. And of course, there's going to be some math involved with like how many people are in the park and how many people are trying and what's the percentage rate of winning and things like that. That obviously, there's that factor in it. And we're we're not going to know what that formula is, but just the way it's working right now, it's very... Um, from what I can tell, it's very heavily skewed towards people that have a full day ticket. We both had day tickets. Oh no, I guess mine was a yeah. little shorter. Yeah. It's it, like, obviously it's not a guarantee, but from what I've seen on Twitter, like, uh, I, I've been scouring Twitter. It seems like people that have a full day ticket are winning more than people that come in later during the day. And especially annual pass holders who come in much later in the day the success rate just goes down completely compared to people who are there when the park first opens. So uh, that's just how it is. Might change later. Don't know, but that's how it is right now. So, oh, and I guess, how do you do the entry request? It's on the app. That's how you do it. Uh, And thankfully the, the app is actually on in English now, which is great. So, Yay. And I've had people ask, well, what do you do if you don't have a phone? Or what if you don't have Wi-Fi? Because you do have to have like a connection. And Tokyo Disneyland does not have Wi-Fi throughout the entire park. Same with Disney Sea. They only have Wi-Fi at the entrance, which is weird, but okay. Better than nothing, I guess. But you can actually do it at guest relations or some of the cast members or a cast member or something will have, you know, like an iPad or whatever to scan your ticket and give you, do an entry for you. I'm doing air quotes so you can hopefully ride it. So yeah. Anyway, that's the, that's the terrible stuff out of the way. I guess the, that's just how it works. The Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast, that attraction is, it's, it's definitely worth it. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but Everyone has seen the movie, the animated classic, so you kind of have a pretty good idea what's going to happen <laughs> in the attraction itself. Um, so I don't know how very spoilery that would be, but the one time I got to ride it, I I loved it. I thought it was really good. It's a really good attraction. I've had people ask me, would I say it's one of the best trackless dark Dark, dark, darkless track rides, <laughs> trackless dark. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Trackless dark rides. I would say it's up there, but it's not the best one. Do you want to know what I think is the best one? Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> Star Wars looks like from the okay from video that I've seen. I can't yeah. rank because I haven't ridden Star Wars and I haven't ridden Beauty and the Beast. But from right. watching videos, I would say the Star Wars one. Winnie the Pooh, and then Beauty and the Beast? Uh, For myself, I would say it's uh, Star Wars, Rise of Resistance, Mystic Manor, 
and Shadow and Tail oh. Beauty and the Beast. That's how I would rank them. So, Toki Disneyland is in there once. Pooh's Honey Hunt is it, it, it's a classic. It's the one that started everything with the the dark rides, classic dark rides, <laughs> uh, or sort cla- classic trackless dark rides. I guess I don't trackless. know. Trackless. Yeah. Know what, yeah. So yeah, the the whole Beauty and the Beast area is fantastic. I think it's well themed and well thought out. The way they did uh, just Belle's Village or the village and everything, I think is really good. Uh, the show building, of course, the Beast Castle for Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast is phenomenal. It is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous how they did that building. And the the waterfalls that are there... Uh, just outside the outside the castle, all that stuff. I think they did such a wonderful job for it with it. It's definitely one of my favorite places in the park by far. Very and cool. the <laughs> I feel bad talking about this because you didn't really get to do a lot of it. You just had to walk through because you had to I mean... you didn't get any reservations for anything <laughs> for either. Any, not Why? literally for nothing, for none of the attractions. I kind so... of I I was like half I mean, and half. No, but it's fine. Talk about it because I, like I said, I really don't care. So absolutely. I mean, it's <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty outside. It's kind of like an upgraded, like version of the Disney World one. The buildings are really nice. They look like they're straight out of the animation. The waterfalls are really pretty. The of course the landscaping is always nice. So it's it's good. It's a it's the new land. I got to do the the restaurant, Le Tavern Le Tavern de Gaston. Mm-hmm. I got I got a reservation for that. Thankfully, I didn't get a reservation for the store, but there's no more reservations as of now. But at the time when I went, there was reservations, so it was kind of I had to kind of like pick and choose what I wanted because everything it was kind of like a, it was a mess. There was like reservations through the app or the website, but then if you wanted the store, you had to do a different website. It wasn't through the app. It was just like it was a hot mess trying to get all this done. Uh, but I did, I, I did get the restaurant, and I tried all the food. And I really loved it. The my favorite was the French toast sandwich with the chicken. Mm-hmm. So good. That's easily the best item on the menu. And one thing that people kind of went crazy for was the croissant with the the sausage bone in it right 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 yeah (laughs) people thought that was very weird it was actually quite good i think it's just the same sausage bone that they was it barnacle bills at disney sea i think so i think they repurposed it and they put it (laughs) they just just stuck it in a croissant and called it a day i mean it worked whatever sure it's it's good like if you go to like any bakery in Tokyo, you can find like different sausages and croissants and different breads. Yeah. So it's not it's not unheard of. Yeah, the bone is new. The bone is new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bone is. Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but there we go. It's, it's rusticy, you know. It kind of feels like village fair. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Right. But probably my favorite, one of my favorite things was the apple caramel churro. At LeFou's. It was really oh. good. Did, did you get to have that? So let me tell you the story with that. That they sell outside, but yeah. it kept becoming line cut. And eventually we were like, th- someone told us, oh, you can get it in Tomorrowland. 
But I think by that point we were done and we were leaving the park anyway. So we're like, yeah, okay. And we just went, we just left. Um, but yeah, I heard it's, it's good. It's probably the best churro. And you know me, I don't, I'm not a big fan of churros. Mm -hmm. No, I know you don't like churros. So that's a, that's a pretty big endorsement. Yeah. So this one was really good. I really liked it. I would have it again easily, like without hesitation, I would have it again. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. And there's also the popcorn bucket, the beautiful stained glass. Well, it's, it looks like stained glass. It's it's plastic. But the lantern thing with all the stained glass from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Very popular popcorn bucket. It's very beautiful. That we bought. Uh, we bought and we bought one for a friend. Yeah, it's cute. It's really good. I really like that popcorn bucket. It lights up, the man, thing, which is always cool. Yeah, if you just throw lights on a popcorn bucket, sold. Exactly. <laughs> <know>? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, just throw some lights in it and you're good to go. The only thing that I wish was there was a different popcorn flavor in the land because they just had caramel. Same. Yeah. I kind of felt like maybe they were going to do it, but then didn't. I, I feel guess because like they, a... they have Baymax. So they wanted people to go to Baymax for the new popcorn. Oh, right. Yeah. Because there's three new flavors there. Right. I mean, they could have they could have easily done like an apple caramel popcorn to go with the churro. Or oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Like, couldn't you just take the same sh- powdered sugar for the churro and just repurpose it for the popcorn? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but, know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not a chef, so I don't know. I could be, just be talking nonsense. But overall, though, the, the Beauty and the Beast area, it's a welcomed addition to the park. It just works. It's really interesting to see just how the layout of the park has completely changed. Cause remember that, that whole air that most of that area was the grand circuit raceway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just very strange to think about. It's funny. The, um, I, I, I listened to our podcast episode 36 for those of you that want to go back and listen to this 30 episode 36. It was from May, 2016 when Tokyo Disney just announced this expansion and they had all the details in there, but a lot of stuff actually changed or was canceled or whatever. Oh, a ton changed. Yeah. So it it's a very interesting listen. So go back and listen to that episode. Just keep scrolling back and you'll find it. It's actually easy to, to sort it on Spotify. <laughs> I know we're just like giving all this praise <laughs> to Spotify. On Spotify, you can sort it by um, date. And if you do it like, the earliest than episode 36 for some reason our episodes only go back to 36 i have to figure out why but anyway that's the episode that it further it goes back the furthest so if you want to go listen to that we talk about the alice in wonderland attraction that we thought was coming and also it's a small world was supposed to move <gasps> that's right that, that obviously didn't happen because i totally back forgot then, about that Back then, they released uh, concept art, and It's a Small World did move. Like It was supposed to uh-huh. be where Beauty and the Beast is. Oh, my gosh. So something changed, obviously, and the Alice in Wonderland attraction never happened. It looked mm-hmm. like it was supposed to be similar to the maze, the one that they have in Paris. Yeah. It, it looked like it was supposed to be like that, but we all we have is concept art. So anyway, just go back and listen to that. We, we even talk about Soren. Soaring. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> it's just very interesting to listen to us talk about that stuff. But yeah, anyway, go back and listen to it. It's a fun listen. Not much has changed since then in terms of you and I. <laughs> it's, we're, <laughs> we're, we're still here. We're still here 200 some episodes later. So yeah, Beauty and the Beast. There you go. The Happy Ride with Baymax ride. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Mainly because of the music. It's very loud. You can hear it from all over the land. <laughs> in Tomorrowland, yeah. Yeah. And the music is catchy. And it's actually, again, the uh, the the soundtrack is actually available overseas inter- on streaming platforms. So it's oh, on Apple Music. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. It's on Amazon Music, I think. It's everywhere. So that's very interesting that they've done that. I wonder I wonder why. And that's the only album that I can see that's on there. There's some other random like fall best <laughs> whatever it's called and it's just a bunch of random like Tokyo Disney show music. Oh wow. So I wonder I wonder if they're testing to see if maybe oh if we release these albums, you know, outside of Japan, maybe we'll get more views or more, more listens or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I don't know if you're listening to this overseas, go and find happy ride with Baymax on your streaming platform of choice and stream the heck out of it. Yeah. If you want to see the stuff. More? Yeah. If, sure. Like obviously they're going to do it if there's numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to mm-hmm. see that, go and listen to it. Show this, show that support. That's how this stuff works. Go do it guys. I think, I think so. I think you're right. So yeah, the, the, the happy ride with Baymax thing, again, it's an entry request thing. Same as Beauty and the beast. And oh, I forgot to mention the entry request. You can only do once a day. So if you lose, you're done. That's it. Yeah. It's a one shot. Yeah. I hope I hope they do change it somewhat once the parks start getting busier and things are kind of, you know, back to somewhat normal. I don't know. But again, we'll we'll just have to wait and see what happens down the road. The, we have no the idea. The other thing I would be really, really careful of once they do open up again is I don't know if you saw on Twitter this week that there's like been an issue with priority seating that people are waiting like over an hour for reservations that they have. And that's with like limited capacity. So a lot of people have had to just like cancel their dining to be able to do attractions or if they have to leave the park. So I would, if you if you do, if finally things are normalized and you're able to come in, I would do your dining very separated from any, just because you only won't have one chance at those attractions, I would do it very separate, the timing for that. If you are thinking about doing like dining reservations and your attraction reservation time, for example. Yeah, just keep track of when things overlap. Not just overlap. I would give at least like an hour or a two hour gap in between. Well, I mean, like, I mean, just make sure you don't have things overlapping because that will really screw you over. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to do that because it, from what I can tell in the app, it doesn't really tell you, like it doesn't warn you saying, oh, you have a reservation at this time. Are you sure you want to do this? No, it just Um, lets you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, From what I, from what I, from what I can tell. Uh, but yeah, the the Happy Ride with Baymax, it's the same ride system as Alien Swirling Saucers at Hollywood Studios in Orlando. I had to really think about that. I almost said California. 
<laughs> California is what Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, I think. Yeah. Is that that the one? Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Woody's Roundup in Shanghai Disneyland. So that whipping ride, that's all it is. But the mm-hmm. music is super catchy and it's really cute. But attached to that is a popcorn shop. And I remember in that, that episode 36, you and I were speculating, oh, what popcorn would they have? And I remember specifically you said in that episode that you think it would be cool if you let if they let us mix and match flavors. Like if they had all the flavors oh, and then you just got to mix and match. Yes. I still think that would have been idea. fun. That would have been a good idea. I don't know. Oh, they should have done that. But okay, I get what they were going for. They wanted to go more like a gourmet, like a Garrett's like style popcorn like they have in Omotesando. So I right. understand. I get that. Yeah, so they have what three three exclusive popcorn flavors: strawberry milk, caramel cheese, and cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried any of them yet. Neither <laughs> Unfortunately. have I. <laughs> uh, the day I did get to go, there was no reservations available, so I just didn't bother doing it. Go to next time, I... Chris. Yeah, because these you'll uh, have like, a these flavors... variety. It's about the same price. <laughs> Yeah, but you want to do it at Disneyland because they have that really no. cute Baymax popcorn bucket. You can get that outside of the store. But still, they have a cute Baymax popcorn and then bucket. Get the pop- popcorn bucket at Disney. Go to Omotesando. Put your popcorn from the gourmet popcorn shop there and have your pick of flavors and you're good. Or put it in your Beauty and the Beast bucket. <laughs> I think well, you can those- order online. I mean, well, for those that can't get to Garrett's or whatever, and they just want to do it at Disneyland, it, it, they they got rid of the the reservations for this, which is good. Oh, good. Because they really shouldn't have had reservations for a popcorn shop. It makes no sense. <laughs> no. And then we have the mini style studio in Toontown, which Minnie finally gets her own dedicated meet and greet facility. But the way this one works in terms of her costume, it's a little bit different than Mickey's house. So Mickey's house is, there's one of four Mickey's, or sorry, one of four costumes Mm -hmm. that Mickey is wearing. I have to make, be careful of my wording. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But with Mini Style Studio, she's only in one costume, but her costume changes seasonally, is my understanding. So Mm-hmm. She's in her winter outfit right now, which is really cute, by the way. It's a really cute winter outfit. They've all been really cute so far, fall and winter. And I'm excited to see spring for sure. <gasps> Do you think they'll bring Barry Chan back? No, I think because Barry Chan is um, autumn, right? I think. I thought she was it, spring. I thought Barry Chan was spring. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she was fall. She was one of those. Like It was, it was spring or fall, one of the two. I think they'll go for something new. They probably will. Yeah. But yeah, Barry Chan, I guess for those that don't know who, Barry Chan is the nickname that Minnie got for, she was in her Barry outfit. It was like a, was it strawberries or something? Or just generic Barry? I can't remember. Berries in a basket. And there was like a big thing. Like it was like this massively popular thing. And at one point, Minnie's shoes changed. Um, I forgot if it was high heels first and then they changed to boots or if it was boots and it changed to high heels. And then there was a frenzy over that to see the new shoes. 
that she was wearing. And there was speculation of why the shoes were changed. And it was like a whole like big thing, but it was a really adorable outfit. And she came out like it was just it was in Critter Country, wasn't it? It was by Splash Mountain when Splash Mountain was under Reefer, but they might have changed it later. But yeah, Critter Country. Yeah. And she would just come out randomly. Like it was it wasn't really set. She would come out, but then people would just go nuts. People she knew when it was. For, and she would come out for a limited time and then she would go away. Uh-huh. Like it, it got so popular to the point where there was merchandise of it. Right. Right. There was a pin. I remember there was a pin. There was a pin yeah. of that. We waited in line for it when it first, like when she first came out, and it was so popular. <laughs> I don't think I ever actually got to see her. Like, it was uh, like cute. actually, yeah. And you could, um, so I forgot what it was with the basket that you could, like, I think you could hold the basket if you asked to hold the basket or something like that. Like, there was like a whole bunch of like different things that people were doing. Like, people were so excited about it. It was like really cute. The simplest thing sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. So yeah, that's that's I guess the expansion in a nutshell of Tokyo Disneyland. So to recap, Beauty and the Beast, Happy Ride Baymax, Mini Style Studio. And as of this recording, you need an entry request to do any of these three attractions. You can you can walk through the Beauty and the Beast area. That's fine. You can go to the restaurants now without a reservation. But if you want to ride Enchanted Tail, you have to do this entry request through the app. So just Keep that in mind. But like I've said before, this could change. So just keep an eye out uh, on our website and also the official website for Tokyo Disney Resort because that stuff will be updated with the latest information. So just just keep that in mind because things have been changing a lot. As of now, could you can you do it with like a vacation package? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you can. There's vacation packages that will give you essentially these fast passes to ride Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And I think also Baymax and Mini Style Studio, which, you know, these vacation packages are not cheap. So not, yeah, I yeah. better be able to ride this ride if I'm paying this <laughs> much money, you know? For those vacation packages, they're only in Japanese right now. So I don't know if they're going to put them in English. Oh. It seems... Yeah, it seems like... You need like, the address too, right? Like the address in Japan? Yeah. Um, it seems like since the borders closed, uh, the resort kind of went backwards in terms of its support for international languages other than Japanese, which I it makes sense because there's no tourists right now. But right. at the same time, it just seems like, okay... <laughs> What about those people that are here that do speak English, you know, and things like that. But that that's a whole other that's a whole other thing to get into. We're not going to do that right now. But yeah, there we go. Beauty and the Beast. It's finally here after when we first talked about it over four years ago. That's crazy. And this is a good way to close out 2020. It feels like the way they've done this is very 2020. I'm I'm was, really excited for not now obviously because it's COVID, but when Nintendo World opens up, to be able to actually have the opportunity to ride new attractions when they open. So that's exciting. 
we have things to look forward to next year. So yeah. we're going to end off this year talking about you know, being the beast, whatever. So uh, I hope everyone is doing well out there and we're almost there. It's almost 2021. Let's hope next year is better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been a ride. <sighs> it's been a ride. Yeah. But whenever I feel whenever I feel bad though, I just go on to Spotify. I feel like I'm plugging Spotify. I go on to Spotify and I listen to the Happy Ride with Baymax. And my favorite track from the ride is the it's titled Baymax. B-A. Well, it's actually spelled out B-A-Y-M-A-X. That is oh. my favorite track. I love that one. Because there's five songs, I think, that they play randomly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the on the ride. And that one's my favorite. It's so catchy. So make sure you go and check that out. Go listen to it right now. Stream it nonstop, 24-7. Go do that. <laughs> Go do it. Go do it now. <laughs> wait, after this is done. Yeah, after we're done yeah, here. Wait, wait until we're done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Explorers, before we go, we have some wonderful, wonderful Explorers to thank who are supporting us on Patreon. And if you want to support us, you can head on over to patreon.com slash now. So a big thank you to, am I going to start this time? You know what? I messed up so bad last time that maybe you should. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like we're we're kind of in a rhythm, you know, how, yeah. how, how to rattle the rattle the names off. That's the thing. We but, get used to it. But yeah, you, you kind know, of get you kind of get this flow. It's good to change things up every once in a while. Yeah. But sometimes let's just go back to what we know. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Amanda. See, I already messed this up. <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to start again. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amy C, Amy B. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Third time's a charm. Let's do this again. Big, big thank you. Oh, my goodness. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, um, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B. Amy C, those yeah the the last initial is what's messing me up here. Mama Explorer Benjamin Brent M Carrie Claire Claudia Dave David Emily Baker and Kevin. And big thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Eli. And Shanikta Dana? <laughs> Dana still hasn't that, messaged us. Because you know what? I think they get pleasure out of seeing us get nervous <laughs> <Maybe>. every week. <laughs> and now it's uh, their entertainment. <laughs> Make sure you rate and review us, Explorers, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Uh, I don't think you can rate on Spotify, actually. I think you just, I think it's just, you just straight up listen. Well, I don't know. Play us over and over on Spotify. I don't, I don't oh know God, how Spotify works. I don't know how Spotify works in terms of how it determines w- what's ranking or not. I have no idea. Anyway, just rate us, whatever. Yeah, please. <laughs> if, and if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, uh, email us, contact at tdrexplore.com. And you can find us up on our website, tdrexplorer.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, 
YouTube, all of those places, all under TDR Explorer. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one that is dreaming of that apple caramel churro because it's so good. It's so good. You guys, it's so good. I feel like I could just do like ASMR of me just eating churros. Oh my gosh. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like getting closer and closer to the microphone, but. Anyway, and joining <laughs> us always is the wonderful, wonderful Patricia. Um, I'm the one that feels like I need like a winter tiara to go with my Queen Anna cape. And that's okay. it. Keep exploring, you guys. <laughs> All right, explorers. Stay safe. Happy holidays. And we will talk to you in 2021. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe Can we, that. Will we make it? Will we make it until then? I hope so. We will. It's such a It'll scary year. Oh, who knows, man? There was an earthquake the other day. I was like, oh. Was that in the middle? That was in the middle of the night, wasn't it? It was in the middle of the night, and like okay. I actually woke up. I was like, oh, this is. And then I was like, and then my son woke up, and I'm like, it's okay, go back to sleep. And he's like, it's still shaking. And I'm like, it, 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 the alarm will go off if it gets stronger. <laughs> and so. It was okay. Okay, but, so I wasn't uh, just dreaming. I wasn't just dreaming. Wasn't there dream. was an actual earthquake. Okay. Th- there wasn't any alarm, which was kind of weird. So. Well, thankfully, because if there's an alarm, that means it's a big one. If there's That's no true. alarm, usually it just means like, oh, it's just a little, little bit of a shake. Yeah, we're good. Um, we're good. Whatever, we're good. Okay, so okay, it wasn't. Me. I, I didn't even bother checking because I went right back to sleep and then just promptly forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always turn on the news just to see where. It's happening, but yeah, yeah. We quickly went back to bed. All right, Explorers, we'll talk to you next year. Stay safe. Talk to you then. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 